So it turned out I was right about student loans. But something happened I didn't expect at all. So I think we got to talk about it and cover what's going on so that you guys know what to do. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone. My name's AJ, and this is The Wealthy Idiot Show. Before we get any further, please make sure to like and subscribe. It helps us out tremendously so we can spread as much good financial information as we possibly can and help as many people as we possibly can. To talk about student loans, we have to go back in history a little bit and talk about what happened to this point. I made an episode quite a while back explaining the problem with student loans and why I thought nothing was going to take place. To sum it up, the struggle with student loans is that even though most people want student loans forgiven, they don't all agree on exactly how that should look. And in fact, they're diametrically opposed to each other in terms of how they want student loans forgiven. Just as an example, there's a passionate group that wants all student loans forgiven, and they will not view any other plan as being acceptable unless all student loans are forgiven. And then there's another group that is very passionate about making sure that the only student loans forgiven are those of people who are low income. So these two groups, although they technically agree with each other on student loan forgiveness, they are diametrically opposed to each other. And because of that, these individual groups make up a much smaller minority of the overall population. So that puts the politicians in a tough place. If they do nothing, all the groups are going to get mad at them. And if they pick a one or another, then they're alienating the other half of the group that's, that disagrees with the decision they made. So I came out saying I thought that nothing was going to take place in terms of student loans because I thought it was just too much of a struggle. But President Biden surprised us all when he announced forgiving student loans sometime in late August. He said that he was going to forgive $10,000 worth of student loans for people who made under a certain amount of money. And in some cases, for Pell Grant um, recipients, they could possibly gain up to $20,000 worth of forgiveness. That's a pretty significant amount. And people were kind of just waiting for the website to, to uh, get updated. At first, it was a little bit slow. There was a struggle trying to get into it to get your student loan forgiveness. And it's worthy to note that this only applies to people who have federal student loans. If you have student loans through other entities, it didn't actually count. Sometime in early October, uh, Joe Biden announced a change, quietly announced on the, the uh, White House website that there was going to be a change and the amount of people who qualify was going to get limited. It's a little confusing as to why this all took place, and it's also a little confusing how this happened. Because less than a year prior, Nancy Pelosi was standing on stage ask, being asked about student loans, and her response was that the president himself did not have the authority to pass student loan forgiveness. Earlier, a student loan forgiveness bill was passed through the House, but it did not make it all the way through the Senate. So that would indicate that maybe it's not possible. In fact, the White House itself indicated just a few weeks before they um, passed the executive order to, to forgive student loans that they did not have the power either. Chuck Schumer and Elizabeth Warren, both leaders in the Democrat Party, were pushing Joe Biden to pass student loan forgiveness via an executive order. And their response was, we don't have the authority to do that. You guys need to pass it and I'll go ahead and ratify it. But just a couple of weeks later, he passed a student loan forgiveness plan anyways. Now, I was very surprised that that took place. I did not expect that to happen. He picked the $10,000 amount and maybe he did that because he thought that that was maybe the 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 option that would cause the least amount of waves. But as I pointed out, it gave the Republicans a lot of fodder in terms of 
Um, being able to argue that this was going to wealthier people, even though it was going to low income, at the end of the day, most taxpayers didn't go to college and the people who are getting their loans forgiven are college graduates. And they statistically will make more money over the course of their lifetime than someone who didn't go to college. So it does kind of seem like an elitist play and it gave them a lot of power. So how does a White House who says that they don't have the power to go ahead and pass student loan forgiveness turn around just a couple weeks later and say that they're now going to pass student loan forgiveness. What they did is they used the pandemic emergency to claim financial hardship on people who had student loan debt and attempted to apply their emergency powers in terms of how the government is able to move as a result of events like COVID and the pandemic and apply those powers to being able to forgive student loan debt. Their argument was that we're in a uniquely tough situation right now as caused by COVID because COVID is causing extreme economic inflation. I think that that is somewhat true. I think it's more complex than that, but I do think that that's somewhat true. And because of that economic hardship that these people are facing, that gives the president the ability to pass an executive order uh, for giving a certain amount of student loan debt. So what changed? What's happening now? So a federal court of appeals has just announced that they are pausing all forgiveness of student loan debt until they see this case all the way through. Several states sued the federal government saying that the federal government did not have the authority under the Emergency Act to be able to pass student loan forgiveness. And what happens in a court case a lot of times is until the court is able to conclude and find the ultimate answer um, at the end of that court case, they'll do what's called a hold. They'll tell the federal government, you can't continue until we finish this case and we take a look at it. If it turns out that either party disagrees with the findings, they can take it to a higher court until eventually it's possible that it goes to the Supreme Court to determine whether or not the president has the powers or had the temporary powers at least to be able to forgive student loan debt in that moment. I don't think it's highly possible that either A, if the student loan forgiveness gets completely overturned, I don't think that the current Supreme Court will take up that case. And what that means is that whatever the previous court decided is what becomes the decision at that point. So if student loan forgiveness gets overturned, we can't have it. Supreme Court won't take it. The ultimate, uh, the ultimate result will probably be that the president doesn't have those powers. And that puts us all the way back at square one, where we have to have Congress go ahead and pass this stuff. Based off of what the polls are looking like, I don't think Democrats are going to um, overwhelmingly win the House and the Senate. They may win portions of it. They may lose portions of it. It, it looks like, based off the polls, it's either going to kind of remain the same or the Republicans are going to kind of take over a little bit. And if that occurs, student loan forgiveness looks like it may not be something that's on the table for at least the next two years, if not longer. Now, here is where we veer off of fact, now that I've explained to you, what had happened in the past, what is currently happening now, and here's where we get into AJ's speculation corner. AJ's speculation segment. Oh, that's pretty good. AJ's speculation segment. Hey, producer people, let's come up with an intro for that. (laughs) 
So I had made the statements in the very first video that I didn't think student loan forgiveness was ever going to try and take place. I thought it alienated too many people and would ultimately cause the Democrats harm in this upcoming midterm elections. So I didn't think we were going to actually see anything. If you remember on this channel, we really only care about what impacts you. And because of that, we were trying to explain that the chances of debt, uh, student loan debt forgiveness are slim to none. And so we should try and pay those off as soon as possible because those interest payments are draining our ability to invest. Well, it quickly turned out that I was wrong in that moment. I thought for sure that we weren't going to see anything, but then we went ahead and saw a executive order for student loan forgiveness. Now we're getting it overturned by Republican opposition courts. And we're probably not going to see this overturning be rejected by the Supreme Court, meaning they're going to probably uphold that, which means the Democrats can now go to the student loan debt forgiveness crowd and tell them, hey, guys, we tried to do something. It was just a little bit and it got rejected anyways. We tried to get it through the House and it failed. We tried to get it through the presidency and it got rejected by the courts. And that way they can tell that group of people that, look, we really want this to happen. And we tried. We were just unsuccessful at it. So you should probably vote for us. And we're reunifying that group that wanted all student loan debt forgiveness and that group that just wanted a small portion. Now they're all on the side of seeing that student loan debt forgiveness got rejected and they have to now get out there and push for people to vote for Democrats in order to succeed in the midterm elections. Eight weeks ago, I announced that my administration is going to provide $10,000 in debt relief to everyone and 20 grand if you received a Pell Grant and your income was under $125,000. It's a plan for people who took out federal student loans before July of this year. Our student loan plan lowers costs for Americans as they recover from the pandemic to give everybody a little more breathing room. Republican members of Congress and Republican governors are doing everything they can to deny this relief, even in their, to their own constituents. As soon as I announced my administration's plan on student debt, they started attacking it, saying all kinds of things, who now are attacking, attacking me for helping working class and middle class Americans. Then on the other side, the Republicans can no longer claim that this is harming people because they were able to get it overturned in the court. So it puts the Democrats and Joe Biden in a position to say that they really wanted to do this and they need more votes and more future support in order to make something happen without alienating large groups of their own constituency base. So the speculation part is, I think that this was known. I think I was right at the very beginning when I said that it was a very tough political move to make. And instead of making the political move and saying like, hey, we're going to forgive this student loan debt and this is how it's going to be. I think that they knew that it wasn't going to ultimately make its way through. And I think that they knew that this was going to be a great opportunity for the midterm elections to claim if you want student loan for, uh, debt forgiveness, you're going to have to vote for us to get it into the future. In fact, a lot of American politics seems to be pretending to solve problems without actually solving them. What does this mean for us? Now, it kind of sucks a little bit, not gonna lie. If you had student loan debt, you got a little bit of it forgiven, that would have been an exciting thing to have happen. And now we're putting people back a little bit from what they expected to occur. But there is hope. Pay off debt as fast as you can. Any debt that's above 4% interest, 
between about four and five percent interest and then let's start investing we can make up the fact that they're not going to help us by helping ourselves investing growing this net worth for the future and becoming financially independent so i hope you're on board right now is a great time to invest because the bear market is putting everything on sale and when we come out of this thing we're all going to be looking super good so make sure to like and subscribe head over to wealthyidiots.com and check out our articles about how you can save money save on taxes and invest for your future and i'll see you guys next time